Morning, Adam. Hello, Jack. Hey, it's Wednesday already. We're, we're, we're doing a podcast. We haven't missed any Wednesdays except for holidays. And even then, we, we uh, banked them ahead, so that was good. So how many do we have now? 300 and... This is episode 370, Jack. 370. Wow. My name is Jack Mancini, by the way. And I'm talking to my long-standing partner, Adam Sunhalter. We're uh, partners in a couple of things. One is Maximum Value Partners, which is a coaching company. And the reason we're here today making this podcast, because those are done under the name Dirty Secrets of Small Business. And what we do is coach small businesses defined as employees working in that, in that organization from 25 down to one. That's our sweet spot. That's what we like. There's nobody on that platform who, are, who comes close to us as being good coaches. And, and, you know, we can get you out. If you're a small business owner, we can get you out of almost any problem you're faced with. Almost. We've had great success. We've been doing this, again, I say, for 20 years. And before that, we both worked with big corporations and senior-level jobs and know a little bit about the, the whys and wherefores. We don't focus on products. That's your job. You're the expert in the product. We just help the business side of business, that, that all that paperwork stuff, all that systems development stuff, all that accounting and, and pushing numbers. Most small business owners don't like that. They don't know it. They aren't schooled in it. They aren't experienced in it. And so what happens, seven out of 10 of them fall off the cliff. They don't make it after a couple of years because they don't understand business. And we help them understand business and we have fun doing it. So there's not a problem we, we've encountered, honest to God, that we haven't been able to come up with a solution. So we get it all boiled down to will. Is there a will to succeed? How do you get behind the eight ball so bad that, that uh, you got to bail the business? Things can happen. We know that. They do happen, but you can work it out and come out with, with something always. So, so we take real life problems, try to condense them into a discussion like we're having right now. We bring in guests. The guests we are bringing in are successful clients of ours that have been through the, the seven keys to success and understand how to make money and be profitable. That's what we do with them, with our coaching. So we take those real life problems and today we're gonna make a, a program for the next maybe hour, next 40 minutes, whatever it may be. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a program which talks about working with your spouse. Oops, wait a minute, let me get something here. Now, how do I keep business? How do I how do I keep business and personal separated when working with my spouse? How do I do that? If I have my spouse working with me, we're together all night, we're together for breakfast, we're together for going to work, we go to work together, we work in the same place. Uh, there's a lot of sameness there. And then that sameness causes problems. I don't care who you are. 
it's difficult. It's difficult to work with a spouse because the spillover from personal to, to work or work to personal, it you can't separate yourself from it because that's what you're both doing. So the problems you have are magnified. The, the opportunities to get mad at each other multiply because you just spend end up you don't always spend too much time, and you can you know you're you're going to have overlap though you do, and it becomes difficult. I we haven't seen too many successful transitions like that, or or not even a transition starting together, where there's been peace and harmony. We have seen several, but we haven't seen a lot. It's a big difference between those two words. <laughs> so anyway, that's what we're at today. What do you think? What do you think, Adam? Yeah, as you were saying, Jack, I think a lot of folks, depending, I guess, who you talk to, who's in your circle of influence, but you know, a lot of folks might think it's kind of crazy to work with your spouse or significant other. It's for a lot of the reasons you were you're outlining Jack, you know? Um, and one of the biggest concerns or things we talk about is this whole idea of trying to separate the business from the personal stuff. And I think we're, we've all heard that famous phrase, Jack. It's, it's not personal. It's just business. Right? Yeah. Boy, what a, yeah. <laughs> how do you, how do you think that goes over that comments received by your significant other when explaining why you did something at work? How's that going to go? Just yeah, really hot, hot in the mood of uh, what was just an altercation of some right. kind. Yeah. yeah, we we go we go right to right to ten right away, right? <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, we're at ten instantly. It's like okay, here we go. There's the hot put. What do you mean it's not personal? Um, you know, it's it, it, it's one of the things like that. I guess you get really comfortable with uh, working with your spouse and business together is you get comfortable having uncomfortable, difficult discussions. You know, it may start with with you as the couple having those kind of discussions, but it quickly goes down to to the other folks in the business. Um, and th this whole idea of keeping business and personal separate, so often one of those issues. There's not there's not necessarily a right way or wrong way to do this, Jack. You know, some of those th there's some popular ways that we've seen spouses try to balance this thing. You know, this this thing being the the work versus personal uh, personal thing. And one of the ways we've seen is uh, many, many folks will set boundaries, Jack, you know, and, uh, you know, that, that often kind of comes up maybe early on in the business where, and maybe it's one of the, the, you know, one of the spouses feels this way, that Hey, you know, business is just dominating everything, Jack, All, every discussion we have, whether it be, you know, breakfast, lunchtime, dinner discussions, whether it be pillow talk at night, whether it be we're out, you know, at a ball game, you know, whatever it might be, it seems like the business is starting to just dominate and permeates everything. All right. And so perhaps it would make sense to set up some boundaries. And so one of the most common things that we'll see, Jack, is people will set up a time when they no longer want to talk about business. So they'll just set a time in. So, okay, hey, after 9 p.m., Jack, no more business talk. That's it. All right. And I'm just going to, I'm going to just let it, just let it swim around in your head. All right. Well, so I'm <laughs> going to dig in and say, okay, and like I said, this, this usually comes from one, not both, right? Because one, one's okay with, you know, the 24 seven nature of this thing. And the, and the fact that the ideas are there and they, they love the fact that they have their, 
their business partner with them all the time. And so they can bounce these ideas off of them, you know? And, um, but, <clears throat> you know, it's often that the, the other spouse is maybe feeling, Hey, we, you know, we need to kind of set some boundaries here, you know? And, uh, um, and so, yes, yeah, so what, what, what has to happen there and what we recommend is, well, let's try it and see. And if you're the one who's being told about the boundary versus the one who's bringing the boundary up, well, it's your job to then, to your point, Jack, kind of bite your tongue a little bit. So if you have a great idea at 11 o'clock at night, don't bring it up if you can't talk about it, but make a note of it somewhere. You know, we have all these great technology devices, Jack, you can make notes in different places, right? So make a note and bring it up the next day. Bring it up tomorrow. Bring it up during that approved that approved time. And, you know, something like that's always kind of seemed a little silly to me, Jack. Just from, you know, I guess maybe it's just from the, from, for me growing up, you know, I, I kind of experienced that. I experienced my parents working together and, and they were talking about stuff, you know, whether it be at dinner, out of the ball game, traveling, you know, there's often a discussion about business at some point during the day, Jack. It wasn't like, you know, it, it didn't seem to me as a, as a kid that, that there was any separation. It was just, it was just part of, just part of life. The business was. Well, it should. It, it should. I mean, it. You know, you you were you are the exception, not the rare exception. The an exception of having parents run a business successfully for forty years, uh, longer than that, and and uh, you know you 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 have a unique look at it. We don't see too many of our clients having uh, as close a relationship with business and personal as your parents, which is a good thing. Right. Well, it's a nice thing to have. <laughs> most of us don't know what it looks like. Right. <laughs> right. Well, so that, that was my model growing up. And I've talked about it a number of times in the show where, you know, I, I remember noticing at some point as a kid that my dad would always have a little, a little uh, note card in his pocket and he would constantly be pulling it out and writing stuff down. And as I, you know, I got older, I started to realize what was going on. I asked him about it because he has, he has ideas, right? Ideas come. And so he wants to capture those ideas. And so maybe part of that was he didn't want to bother, bother my mom. That you know, was part of it too. Because she was more the one that kind of set some of those rules. And hey, you know, we're going to, you know, it's dinner time, right? So she would she would try to do that. But for my dad, he's happy talking about business 24-7, right? You know, so so if you're having that case, and again, it's usually, it's usually, it's, it's bothering one of the spouses. Usually both aren't bothered, but usually maybe there's, there's one that's kind of bothered by that. So trying the idea of trying to setting some of these, these boundaries, okay. In terms of a time boundary of when we can do something and, you know, give it a shot. If that's one of the things that, that, that you're thinking about that, you know, that's one way to start to do this. Another way that we see is, I guess for lack of a better term, Jack, I'll call, I'll call it scheduling it. Okay. Um, you know, just like you set up time to go to dinner with your spouse, you should also schedule some time to review business stuff with your, you know, with your spouse on a, on a regular basis. You know, this might seem kind of silly, but it might help with some of this feeling like there's constant overlap between business and personal stuff. So, you know, we're very big fans as, you know, as our long-term listeners of the show and folks who know us off the air, we're very big fans of having regular times to touch base with your team, you know, whether, you know, not just your spouse, but in terms of as you're running the business to have a daily, weekly, monthly, different touches that, that, that go on in terms of having places for things. So same thing is true for your, your business partner and your life partner here, right? So maybe you have to schedule some time. 
schedule some time to have those touch bases and make sure things are okay. And if we have certain boundaries that we're working in, make sure you schedule within those approved boundary times, right? But get them on the calendar. And it's amazing. You're going to come back to having some of those notes. We talked about Jack or when those ideas come in, you're willing to sit on them for a little while, knowing if you have an upcoming meeting tomorrow or later this week that you can kind of talk <clears> about, right? It's okay to kind of put them in that compartment, but the biggest fear that, that I think many owners have is forgetting these, you know, those ideas, Jack, not bringing you not be able to act upon them. That's why I was often that urgency to talk about it now versus versus wait. So if you're if you aren't in that habit of scheduling stuff, and it could be again if, if you're working together, maybe maybe your 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 daily touches on that drive into work or that drive home. If you're if you're driving together, you know, hey, you're you're both in the car together. What a great time to kind of either get ready for the day or to unwind and kind of talk about stuff, you know. But see what kind of works for you. Coming back to you know what works for your schedule. What works for the two of you, but if you get it on the calendar to where, hey, at least we can maybe, again, come back to trying to compartmentalize stuff here a little bit, Jack, right? We have our daily touch at this time. We have our weekly meeting here or whatever it might be, but try to get it on a schedule somehow, some way, and start with one of those. Maybe it's a daily touch. Maybe it's a weekly meeting, but try to get one of those scheduled to start with and see if that starts to help you start to separate those things a little bit, help make it kind of kind of work. You know, you 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 gotta spend time away from each other a little bit. You know, you, you can't be smothered by twenty four seven. And and I I think a lot of small business owners don't don't give that process time to really breathe. They aren't aware of it. You know, until someone points it out to them, like so many things. And you know, if it's 24-7, 24-7, day in and day out with very little breaks, that, that's going to cause the best of relationships to be strained. It's just very difficult. You need that breathing room. Not impossible to get. It's just it's something that has to be top of mind. Well, let's, let's delve into that for a second. Because, you know, as you know, our show is called Dirty Secrets of Small Business. And I think that's one of those dirty secrets. Many of the couples we've worked with, Jack, usually what happens is, they're doing very different things in the business. And so often, even during the course of the day, they aren't necessarily seeing their spouse very much. Yeah, so you, you may have, you know, um, the the one spouse is the person in charge of the product or service. So they're in charge of production or, or, or delivery of their services. The other spouse might be in charge of some of the HR, some of the planning, some of the numbers kind of stuff, right? Maybe there's some overlap with the sales or maybe somebody, somebody's doing the sales, but Often what we what we find is that you know usually the spouses aren't together twenty four seven. They have they have different defined roles within the business, so they aren't necessarily together all during the day either because they're doing different parts of the business. So um, they may go all day without really seeing each other or talking much, right? Not unlike any other business partnership where the the, the partners may have different different duties or responsibilities during the day. So you know that that. That I think has been more common, at least in our experience, Jack, of what we've seen with folks kind of working together. Where again, it's and the, the company's become big enough. You have, you have employees where again, there's there's stuff there's stuff going on, um, but it can feel like that. Hey, like I've, you know, we've been at work all, all day together, right? And, you know, even though I haven't seen it, but it just you're 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 ever present. You know, the the, omni, the omnipresence of always always kind of being there. Um, 
that's a topic for a separate discussion i think a little bit in terms of trying to you know how do you get away from your you know or get some get some time to kind of you know that could be a separate topic for us keep that keep that love alive a little bit or keep that romance alive a little bit jack um <laughs> i think the romance alive that's right <laughs> Well, so if we look at, you know, these more structured, again, kind of setting boundaries or scheduling it, let me go the opposite end here a little bit, Jack. And, you know, I can't think of a better term other than just kind of let it flow. Let it flow, you know. Um, as with many things in life, sometimes it's best just kind of go with the flow and see what happens, you know. And that's how things often start to kind of develop. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of trial and error that starts to happen with stuff too, right? So we go back to the the idea of setting these boundaries or trying to get things scheduled. Don't think that the first time you set it, it's going to work. Like if I come in and say, okay, that's it, Jack. We aren't talking about business past nine o'clock tonight. That's it. Okay. Well, is that it? We're, we're done. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's rare. Hey, we're going to try our, our daily touch on our drive in and see how that kind of goes. Right. Well, try it, try it and see, try it and see how, see how it works, but it might not work for you. Or it might be where, you know, the spouses are on different schedules. One's a morning person, one's an evening person, Jack, right? And so, again, so we can't have that early in the morning discussion because you're not awake yet, and I am. Or, or hey, you want to have a late-night discussion where my brain's mush and I'm dozing off as you're talking to me, right? So, you know, part of this is to kind of, you know, I say let it flow and see where some of those kind of hot buttons are, what's causing some of the some of the challenges. But there's got to be some 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 trial and error here. Uh, give yourself some time, give yourself some grace as you're trying to figure this stuff out because at the end of the day, keeping in mind, um, you're together as life partners first and the business thing came afterwards for the most part. So try to keep those priorities in mind as you're maybe getting frustrated or things aren't. Yeah, that's key. That's key to it. That's right. <laughs> so uh, Experiment, experiment. Like you're saying, it's... Uh, keeps things alive too you know it uh you're gonna have good good outcomes and crazy outcomes you don't know what you're gonna get when you start doing this so yes but it's it's top of mind and make those changes make them well like what happens that's where that's where fun comes in well yeah because i think what happens is again this is something i've wrestled with my entire life this whole and this has become more popular the last couple of decades the whole idea of work life balance you know that, that that concept is relatively new jack and it's never really talked about 20 or 30 years ago but it's very popular today and as it came about you know to me growing up it, it just never made any sense so just again things were just there life was there business was there it, it was just it was all part of it it wasn't like it was separated out we, we've had one of our clients years ago talked about this very well and she's uh, now taking over her family business but she said before she took it over she would look at her her her, her day as eight hour chunks. I got eight hours of work, eight hours of play, and eight hours of sleep. That was kind of you know very regimented in terms of how she was thinking about um, how things went, and she was able to turn off the eight hours of work, Jack, when she left work because she didn't own the business at that point. So she's just going as it was just work. You know, it was it was it was just a job from that standpoint. You know, well, that's not necessarily the case here. And you know, if you're if you're new to owning your own thing well you work a lot in a small business but the, the one of the popular phrases you often hear is well it doesn't really feel like work jack because the work you're thinking about is the work working for somebody else and doing somebody else's bidding maybe instead of doing your own bidding 
They're worlds of difference, aren't they? Yeah, and so yeah, I, I guess to me that that whole kind of trying to to almost pull those things apart. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you know, the last hundred years, at least here in this country, you know, you saw the industrial revolution and the information age and all this kind of stuff. But before that, it was everybody's basically farming, Jack. Which is, you know, that's a that's a nice family business, isn't it? That's you have you have more kids, you have more workers. That was you know, trying labor to so have another kid. Here we go, right? Um, but those were family businesses, and that I mean that's twenty four seven, all right. The cows got to get milked, the you know the chickens got to get fed. You know, I mean, it's just <laughs> so it, it's it's all it's all part of it, you know. And so don't don't necessarily put the pressure on yourself to you know put a a distinct line between the two because it's not it isn't that clean you know you know i recall a lot of my parents you know social activities when i was growing up were involved with the business stuff it was clients of theirs right it was the different things that were, that were kind of going on that again it kind of it bled over you know from business and so i think part of it maybe just the mindset and again come back to kind of giving yourself that that permission and that grace to kind of See what kind of works for you. Perhaps you have a new discovery where you you may not have liked work before when you work for somebody else, but maybe you really like working for yourself and you're okay with it being always on. That's okay. Right. I mean, you know, we've, we, we've talked to a lot of people about that and, and it's uh, in our minds, Jack, that's usually a pretty positive thing, isn't it? You know, the ability that sure it is. Absolutely. And uh, so we, so, so we try to infect people with this, this love for business that way. Um, so again, don't again. I guess some of my parting words here, Jack, would be you know don't necessarily fight it. You know, here's some op- you know, opportunities. And part of it too might be if you have some some friends of yours who are also business partners like that, who are spouses, maybe talk to them and see what they see what they do. Again, talk to folks about it just, and just kind of see because it, it might be a, a slight little tweak or adjustment to to, to what you're doing. Um, you know, but it doesn't have to be. A hard line dividing work and personal stuff um but you got to listen to your spouse you know so if if your spouse is barking about stuff you you better pay attention because guess what it's gonna have an, uh, have an the impact personal side isn't gonna work that's <laughs> right, right. It's, gonna, it's gonna boil boil over for sure jack <laughs> whether it happened at home it's gonna boil over to the office or vice versa so let's not try to pretend <laughs> that those things don't happen that uh you know but it's it's having those kind of those kind of discussions so we often will talk about this too you know it's kind of like if people are having trouble in their in their marriage well there are certain things that aren't going to necessarily help that right so one of the more popular things we often will hear is well let's just have a kid if we, if we have a kid that'll that'll solve the problem give us something else to focus on jack well, that's a good idea huh? well how many <laughs> how many times do we hear the analogy of people talking about their business as being their kid you know right so mm-hmm. hey let's let's start a business together well, if you, you're having some issues on your personal relationship, the idea of now becoming business partners probably isn't the best best idea to help make things work better. It's going to create more stress and um, <clears throat> might might wind up ending things sooner versus later from that standpoint. So, um, but it's it's a you know from our standpoint, there isn't that's like I said there isn't the, one way to do this, and depending what what works for you. And it might evolve over time too. As you, you know, if if you're in your first year in business, maybe it's one way. If you're five, ten years in the business, it might be somewhere, something different. 
So give yourself that flexibility, but you know, part of it comes down to the, to the communication between, between you and your spouse. The two, you gotta be talking about this stuff. You gotta bring it up. You can't just let it fester, Jack. You get these little, these little wounds that fester and all of a sudden, you know, next thing you know, there's screaming, shouting matches going about something very small. But it's, yeah, they cross, they cross lines and yeah, and that's it. It's very difficult to go back. Right. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, so in our experience, like we talked about, you know, we've, we've been blessed to be able to coach probably 30 couples over the years. We've also been business partners. And some of the things that we see that we're sharing today in terms of ways that they start to kind of approach this stuff. But again, it's every situation is very unique as every relationship is very unique, you know? And so don't, don't force yourself into certain boxes or say it should be this way or be that way. Um, trust your gut a little bit in terms of what, what feels right for you. That's a big part of this stuff is, you know, as well, you know, just because something works for somebody else doesn't mean it's going to work for you and your spouse, you know, but try some things and try to get it to where it's, it's working. And it might take you months, Jack. It might take you some years to get it get, get it figured out. That's, that's okay. Keep kind of mm-hmm. grinding it out, keep tweaking it, and, and and see what starts to work better for you to get that balance. That you know, whatever that balance you need, however that however that looks, um, between that work and personal stuff, it's a big deal. Yes, it is. Excellent. All right. Okay. Well, that's what, that's what we got for you today. We appreciate you listening as always. Uh, as I mentioned, this is episode 370. So we have 369 other episodes. You can get them all if you go to our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. If you go there, you'll also notice there's an episodes tab. You click on there. There's a search bar. You can type in whatever your topic question you have. It'll feed back to you whatever episodes we have that have covered that topic. If you don't find one that suits your needs, feel free to reach out to us. You can email us at radio at maximumvp.com. Or give us a call, 330-849-0670. If you prefer, if you'd like to pick your favorite podcast player, it could be iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business, you can subscribe to the show. We usually drop a new episode every Thursday morning. It'll be delivered right there to your smart device, and you should be able to get all the prior episodes there as well. So that's what we got for you this week on Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Appreciate you all listening, and we'll talk with you all next week. Bye now.